You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 31 of the Amen Corner. He's Stephen Cook. And he's Brad Rothschild. There's not a lot of good things to talk about this week. There's only horrible things to talk there's, about. There's, there's no good things. I mean, I can, I can think of well, we can a couple of things, but yeah. like it's parochial, right? It's not, yeah, this is, it's not in this the grand been, scheme of things. This has been a terrible, terrible, terrible week for America. Terrible. And we say that when we've had a lot of terrible weeks in the last few years. I, this feels this so, yeah, this is this so week, terrible. I, it's I, awful, and nothing is going to change. Every and time I every time I put on the news, or I put on either the TV yeah. or NPR or something, and they start profiling one the of the nineteen killed, children yeah. who were murdered. Yeah, I I can't. I I, I have to turn it off. It's, it's so devastating. The the most devastating part, obviously, is how badly the local police mishandled the situation. Oh my god, led to. Even more, more unnecessary death, death than, right. than there would have been. It, it, it is so, that, it is so horrific this. that they were standing outside this classroom and yeah. there were kids calling 911 and they didn't go in. That, and that they, it boggles the mind. And they were tasing the parents. Or, and, they, and, you know, and, and arresting and tasing, yeah. handcuffing. Yeah. And then, of course, the U.S. Marshal Service, which is one of the accused of cuffing, said, oh, no, that didn't happen. Just uh, lie on top of lie. On well, they've been lie. lying about this from the beginning. From the beginning. The they clearly knew they fucked it up. They but clearly the story, knew. Some British school resource officer engaged. First of all, yeah. engage is, a, is cop talk. Engage can mean absolutely anything. It could be, hey, yo, stop. Yeah. To shooting. Of course, there was no, quote, unquote, school resource officer there. I mean, this, it, the whole I, I can't good. even, I can't. And then. What about the good the, guy with the gun against the bad guy with the gun? This is well, this should undermine that. I just should. want to punch somebody. I want to yes. punch Wayne LaPierre in the face. I want to punch Ted Cruz in the face. Oh my God. I want to punch I, Marco Rubio in the face. I just want to, Joni Ernst, I want to punch in the face. I'm an equal opportunity sucker up of money <laughs> from the NRA gun industry Punch it's her in awful. the face, sir. It's so awful. And I was saying that I would love to take Ted Cruz and Mitch McConnell and bang their fucking heads together until they're dead. So I'm until not the only one who's having dead. sort of violent no, fantasies about they, this? I'm saying, I'm telling you, they are radicalizing me. They yeah. are radicalizing me because they are so unwilling right. to acknowledge that there is an elephant in the room and the elephant is sitting on our fucking well, this head. Is, and we this know is what, what the elephant is. This is what almost every columnist in the New York Times has said, but Michelle Goldberg stands out. is like, you can't even contemplate the idea of there being some sort of sensible right. gun legislation because there's one party that is so radicalized on the issue, have fetishized this gun culture yeah. in this way that there can't possibly be any kind of change. Plus the no. fact that there's already 400 million guns in this country. And, and they're they're using every excuse. They're giving every Doors, possible explanation other, health, than, other, other than, than the gun, right. The one th- and it's almost like we're the living doors. in this, the doors. In this bizarro world. Right. Where it's right. like, well, we need to harden the target in school. 
basically what Ted Cruz was saying is that we need to have every door sealed from the inside, <laughs> inside so right. that so that there would be one point of entry. And what exit. if there's a fire? I guess, exactly. I have a few. I have three words or two words: triangle shirtwaist fire. Right, right. right? So that was over a hundred years ago. There was a fire in a factory in the garment district in New York, and there was every door was locked to keep the employers from well, leaving then, their stations. And hundreds of a hundred over a hundred people died. Died. Wait, and then I I saw they were interviewing the congressman that represents Uvalde. Yeah, and oh, another he had previously been shit. he had previously been touting you know the open carry you know carry gun anywhere blah 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 blah, and so his solution was also doors. Yeah. And the guy interviewing him was from Texas. And he's like, yeah. come on. I went to a high school with like 5,000 kids in it. There were yeah, gonna... 30 entrances. And the guy's like, oh, well, not you can't have a cookie cutter approach. I mean, they're just not really interested. There's, in, no, they're not in interested in solving this. And then again, so this is – you're coming up with a solution for a school shooting. But what about a supermarket shooting? A shooting. Like you're a have movie a, theater shooting. Yeah, a mall exactly. shooting. Uh, and then arming teachers. Guy. Arming teachers. That's the solution. <laughs> Why? Because the armed trained police did such a great job that we <laughs> think that the teachers and are now going to do a better job. What's been going job? on in this country for the past eight, nine months? We can't trust our teachers to teach the kids. Exactly. Right? Because they're, exactly. they're indoctrinating them. Now we're going to give them guns? Well, I don't understand the, the whole thing. The cognitive dissonance here is is They'll nuts. do anything. And, They'll say anything. And because of the because of the the imbalance, the rural, urban, suburban yeah. imbalance in this country that gives so much power to these depopulated places in the country. Again, we I, I go back to we talked about this two weeks ago. We're sitting around the dinner table and we were talking about the fundamental unfairness that Californians, forty million people, yes. have the same vote in the Senate. As people in North Dakota or right. Wyoming or, or even Ver- or even a blue state like Vermont, Vermont, right? exactly. Yep. You're disenfranchising, but now, millions, tens of millions of people. But now with the Supreme Court and the direction that it's going, oh, I dude, New York, I literally it's going to be an open carry yeah, state. I literally feel like we are being held hostage here. Yeah, we are. That's the other thing that. Michelle Goldberg was saying is that basically I didn't read Michelle Goldberg. I should have I should have written her column. It sounds like yeah, it sounds okay. like it. It was and someone else also made this point that we are we are being held hostage. The majority of Americans yeah. are being held hostage by what's essentially a radicalized gun minority, yeah. real small, much smaller than the GOP, but that these senators are so beholden to it at this which point. Is, they can't which is the it. reason? Which is the reason? Like uh, as I was saying earlier, as I'm becoming as they are radicalizing me i'm coming to the conclusion that we need to abolish the second amendment look we if, if, if they're going to willfully ignore a well-regulated yes. militia which is right, what antonin part. scalia did he created out of thin air the right to carry a gun anywhere yeah. at any time in any place yeah out of thin air this was not in addition to the fact that like the framers, if they came, if, 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 if they appear today, they'd be right, mortified. They were talking about flintlocks, or yeah. whatever, right? Right, like muskets. Muskets, right? Like a single shot musket, not. Right. So freaking, we are being held hostage, and and that's what I'm saying. It's time to well, enlarge the frame of the debate, right? And well, say 
it is time to abolish the second. No, it is now, it is, is now it is time to expand the Supreme court. That's not happening. It's nothing. But you have to think what, well, what are radical solutions? Abolishing Uh, the second amendment isn't one. I yeah, think there's a greater to, chance of expanding the court than there is abolishing the no, second you're amendment. Right. You're right. I, you're right. But again, I'm just trying to expand the parameters of the debate. And yes, that is the solution. Expand the Supreme Court. Statehood for D.C. and Puerto Rico. Right. Uh, they need to reimagine this system that we I would be, I would be surprised if, yeah. you, if you... I would bet that there are people who are Democrats, center, who are starting to arm up. There's no question, but that's not the solution either. Because that's not the solution. I'm just saying people are getting radicalized. You said I'm becoming radicalized. I'm not saying that you are, but what I'm saying is there are people who are starting to arm up. I wasn't kidding when I said if if Mastriano wins in Pennsylvania in the fall, I'm pulling the ripcord. I will seriously think about alternatives. This is it's this country is becoming unlivable. It's, un- it's. I mean, it's can you imagine they it's are going to the Supreme Court is going to make it so that you can carry a gun anywhere in New York? Yeah, and that is horrific because I can't tell you. And you've lived in New York, and I've lived here for thirty years. I can't tell you how safe I feel here. Right. I can't tell you how I feel slightly disconnected from all of this gun violence in the rest of the country because I walk around right. and nobody is carrying a fucking gun. Right, right. And it, in the close-in suburbs of D.C., no one is really... I've seen one person once with a hand... And he could, have been a, he could have been a police officer, not in uniform. But, yes. Yeah. The NRA the, the, is, the, is the, a the sense of safety. I, you know, I was invited to give a talk. Yeah. In Dallas in the fall, and starting in September in Texas, it's open carry. You you can, and I don't think like I'm. I was invited to give a talk at SMU. I don't think yeah. SMU can say after this law was passed, no guns on campus. Right. So are you gonna are you gonna refuse uh, to go? I I I I talked to them about when and so on and so forth. And I said I need to think about this. You should tell and them why though. I know. And then also, I'm supposed to go to, for the fellowship that I run, I'm supposed to go to Atlanta in October to do recruiting at um, a couple of HBCUs. Uh But Georgia also is going to be open carry anywhere you want. So like, if I wanted to go to the varsity for Chili Dogs, Mm. I I, I could get shot. The country is becoming unlivable. And somehow they keep talking about this freedom that we have here that doesn't exist anywhere else I don't, in the world. I, I honestly, I think, again, it feels so claustrophobic at this point. I don't, I don't feel What's like the, it's What great. is the special freedom that we have? Can to kill each explain other. To, me? to like, kill each is, other. What is this freedom? To get each it's, other sick. I, I guess to so. To kill it's each free, other. Freedom from a tyrannical government. People what happens, to be assholes to each other. I mean, this is terrible. What has it, happened in the country is we terrible. Supposed, we're supposed to have freedom from a tyrannical government. But the government is becoming tyrannical and nobody is turning their guns against right. it because they're all in favor. The people with the guns There's are in favor, favor of the government becoming tyrannical. Exactly. Right. And that's exactly what they want. Right. That's what they want. It's somehow. Well, somehow right. uh, Think about this. 
the the loosening of gun restrictions is happening at the same time as Christian nationalists are imposing their will on the country. It goes. It's all of a piece. Exactly. We are, we, it is all of a piece. Okay, the, I was. I was good. No, no, no. This is part of a strategy. Here's. I was thinking earlier this week, before this latest tragedy, I was thinking about one of the previous tragedies, which is the impending uh, uh, banning of abortions in right. many places around the country. And I was thinking specifically about Oklahoma, right? Because Oklahoma passed a law, and we I think we talked about this, that the life most begins, life in their estimation, in their according to their laws, begins at the moment of fertilization of the egg. Right. right? Conception. Conception. So by that logic, and I'm asking you, Oklahoma also has stand your ground laws. Yeah. Right? So if you feel that your life is being threatened, you have the right to kill somebody. Right. Now, if you are a, if you are a woman who is pregnant and you know that the pregnancy could hurt you and you live in Oklahoma, wouldn't by you stand your ground? Can't you claim I'm standing my ground? Yeah. I but mean, here's the they thing. They all say no. The, pro, the pro-life the pro-life party is no, we, not we can't pro-life. We can't it's not give, pro-life. We they are not they they, no. they are gonna shrug off the killing of nineteen babies by firearm. They're gonna shrug off the killing of people all over this country. And they don't care to take care of because people abortion, when they're alive. Abortion is part of this advancing this Christian nationalist agenda. Right? All these things that we have been taught all the things that, you know, it professionally I've thought about in terms of religious groups trying to impose their will, advancing inherently anti-democratic agendas through democratic means that has was a phenomenon throughout the Middle East until the Arab uprisings and so on and so forth and, yeah. and resurgent authoritarianism. This is what's happening here. And it's not, I'm not comparing it to the Middle East. This is our own homegrown shit. Right. We have the Taliban taking over. The Taliban yeah. is taking over in the United this is, States. This is a very American thing that's going on. The guns, the violence, the Christian nationalism. We've had this period of sanity that's coming to an end. What kind of dystopia are we going to be living in? And we're already living in. We're already living in it. It's you don't realize it. We're the frog, and the water is coming to a boil right now. Like right, where wake the fuck up, wake and, up. And 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 you have these. I just wanted to punch Ted Cruz in the face. How about that reporter from Sky News who's like, "How come this only happens in your country?" He starts going off on him. I. I know you have an agenda. You don't yeah. like American exceptionalism. No, no, dude. Answer the question. He can't. He can't he answer can't. the question. He is he such. Can't. He He's is such. Uh, uh, I mean, who, I know that we talk about how much we hate Mitch McConnell, but Ted Cruz is right. Ted Cruz. They're, they're well, neck and neck. During the 2015 cycle, I was focused on Ted Cruz. I thought. Yeah, how come he wins time after time? How does well, he still win? So in Texas, from what I understand, first of all, this voter suppression, the whole yeah. thing is rigged. There's this corrupt cabal of Republicans that basically run the state. And yeah. he's got the backing of whomever billionaire who gives him money. He is the worst. He's, this is I'm the not problem. I'm sure he's a human being. I would say he's the worst human so, being. I'm I mean, not even from, sure he's human. So it's it actually has been genuinely rigged against Democrats. It's not such yeah. a red, red state. Yep. Although I think people are making a mistake. I mean, you know, look at Uvalde. It's a predominantly Latino community. Right. But not all Latinos are 
Democrats uh, notice no, it. No, we know they that. Very we know that. Republicans. I mean, the the state senator, the state senator is a Democrat. I think the mayor is a Democrat, but the the member of Congress is a Republican. And I think you know it's a much more diverse. I think Latinos. Yes, yes. In this like, country, much much more diverse. It's like saying Asian. There's so many right. different groups. Exactly. Within, exactly. It's like it's a misnomer. But I think yeah. if you follow what this was going on in social media, I think there was a lot of presumption that this is like kind of because it's a Latino community that's just like they, they were Democrats and so on and so no, forth. No, but they're not because they're not. A, a lot of uh, Mexicans who live by the border are right. more religious. They're opposed and, to, and and opposed to illegal immigration. and All of those things. And I mean, look, Cubans in Florida are also right. part of this Latino group and they have nothing in common with Mexicans at right. the border. That's right. Right? That, nothing. And right. they're, they're so rabidly anti-communist that they are like and also right wingers within the Republican Party. and there's splits within the Cuban community as well. So I, look, right. but it's, the, not, it's the, not monolithic. The only point is is that Texas is not monolithically red, right? It, it but there it's is it's obviously red, but it's been rigged, but it's, and it's corrupt. It is so. Is under, and think about this: Greg Abbott has presided over one disaster after another in Texas. The flooding in Houston a bunch of years ago, the yeah. uh, the the blackout the, the during blackout. the ice storm yeah. this year, murders. I mean, he is probably he's the one of the worst governors in the history of the United States. But they have open carry there. He has fought the culture wars, and he yeah. will. Yeah, he really probably like will beat Beto O'Rourke, but he's Beto O'Rourke is down by like six points. But Beto was great in the uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. in the press conference this week. Can you believe up. all this? But they called him classless, classless. Um, they oh, I just wanted to punch Greg. I, you know who I really want to punch in the face? That lieutenant governor, Dan. Yeah. Patrick. Oh, oh, is he? Awful. He's he's actually part of what it seems to me like a death cult. Like he was the one who early on in the pandemic was like, "Well, we got to sacrifice grandma." Exactly. Exactly. There is this there is this Christian nationalist nihilism about death and <sighs> Yeah, but they're pro-Israel, Stephen, so we have to support them. That's another part of it though. That's another part of it, the part of this nihilistic yeah. uh, attitude. Like Israel, they want them to bring about the rapture. Right. The rapture, love, the fires. They love Israel to death. To death, exactly. Yeah. How about this? Did you see Going pivoting no, to no. the previous tragedy, which seems so long ago because of the, yeah, because of the horrificness in, in Texas. Did you see they're investigating a formal, a former, a retired federal law enforcement officer for being in cahoots with the terrorist? There is a problem of white nationalism among law enforcement. Apparently, apparently yeah. this domestic terrorist was in contact with a small group of people 30 minutes before, telling them what he's going to do and inviting them to join the live stream. And one of these people is, they believe, a retired federal law enforcement officer. Then also in the long thing the guy wrote, he refers to someone who helped him determine which weapon to use. And they think that may, in fact, be the same guy. Law enforcement has a white supremacy problem. We know uh, this. Right. We know this. So this is, again, talking about feeling trapped. We're, we're not feeling this, free. The, the, the vice is tightening. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is awful. 
It's terrible, terrible. And, and I'm sure that you have the same thoughts that I do, which is, which are, what kind of world are we leaving for our kids? What kind of country are we right. leaving for our kids? Like, right. it's awful. Right. And they feel it, and they know it. Right. right. Absolutely. And they know it. The, the level of anxiety is palpable. I... <laughs> no. And then... I, I had... You know, I finished, I finished my manuscript, yeah. and I'm handing it in on this coming Wednesday. And usually that is kind of cause for celebration, and yeah. you know, I finally get to sleep, and so on and so forth. <laughs> First time in 21 months, I didn't wake up saying, oh, what part of the book am I working on? Right. And so on and so forth. I was up 2.33 yeah. in the morning. Cause, and, and worrying about nothing other than the fact that the world my, my children are going to be in. Yeah. That they're already in. Right. That they're already in. And then, I mean, I don't want to pivot to something trivial, in, you know, relatively speaking, but Ray Liotta died this week. I know. I know. It's a fucking bad week, man. It's a really bad week. I, I mean, mean, any other week had this happened, this would have been all we talked about this episode. Right. Right? Yeah. Any other week, we would have talked about Ray Liotta for a half an hour. Can I just say for a second yeah. how... As soon as I saw that headline from the forward, I was like, first of all, of course they were going to do Ray yeah, Liotta's right. best Jewish scene. And of course, you knew it immediately. With that, I mean, come on. The good, only the good half. Only the good half. And there is no other Jewish scene. There is no, no there other is no Jewish other. scene in any movie. In any movie. That was, I mean, we still quote that regularly. And I still do the, the, the motion <laughs> with the hand, only the good half. I'm telling you, you say that, you say only the good half to anybody and, in okay, our they know exactly, and right. they'll fucking start cracking up. It's like Wolverines, exactly. if they didn't go to Michigan. Um, right. But yeah. If they're not in the Michigan cult, yes. Right, exactly. That so, movie's been on recently too, by the way, Red Dawn. I didn't see it. You know what we watched last night? Mm. Top Gun. The original. The original. Because we're going to go see yeah, the new yeah. one. The new one got decent reviews. Everybody I mean, who's seen it is like says it's what fantastic. It is, right? What, right, right. Yeah, it's escapism right? and stuff like that. There's a thing going around. A colleague of mine work sent it to me. I meant to send it to you. Um, what's your call sign? Oh god. And, and so, what's yours? What's yours? Hype. Hype. How do you figure out like what the call sign? They is give you. They, you you type in your name and then it right. asks you a couple of questions. Like on a I'm Saturday night, are you I'm ready to go out? Lauren is night owl. Call sign Top Gun. She's, right. Lauren is call sign Night Owl. I'm call sign Hype. Uh, the guy who sent it to me, he's Vine. Vine. Uh, Vine. Another friend is Tornado. All right. I'm not, I don't have time to do this right now. Because, right. yeah, you got to take a picture out. and stuff like that. Yeah, fuck that. But when, when I was in high school and Top yeah. Gun came out, yeah. obviously it was a big movie for everybody. Yeah. Uh, I remember we rented it, and my sister was watching it. Wait, wait, I, you didn't go to the well, movie theater to see it? Well, I, I think I probably did, but like later when it oh, was later, 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 yeah, on uh, on, v, on VCR, on VHS rather, my sister was watching it in the den, and I walked in and I looked at the TV, and I'm like, oh, Top Gun, like it's a shame Goose dies, and she was like. You asshole! 
Yeah. I, I said last night we were watching it, and I was like, oh, my God. This movie's like 40 years old. And it really is. It really is. Did you feel at all? Did you did anything stir when you were watching the volleyball scene? <laughs> no, we didn't. We actually didn't get there because the dog needed to go out, so we figured uh, we'd finish it today. Uh, we <laughs> we we got just past the "you lost that love and feeling" scene. Oh, so that's early. You didn't see very much of it. No, 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 because no, no. Mia was taking her time coming downstairs. I don't know what she uh, So Lauren and I were like, "Come now, we gotta watch. We gotta watch Top Gun." This is what I call a target-rich environment. <laughs> <laughs> Crash and burn. Yeah. What did he say? He's like, Goose, you could get, even you could get laid in a place like this. What's the line? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then she walks past and she's like, your friend was wonderful. Oh, my God. That was so funny. Yeah. Anyway. McGillis. McGillis. They, did they have any on-screen heat? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, there was no yeah. heat. No heat. no heat. Yet somehow, didn't matter. Didn't matter. That was still when you're in high school in 1986 watching this movie. You're like, this is awesome. <laughs> and it is really not a very good movie, actually. No, no. But they never really defined who the quote-unquote enemy is. Right, right, right. Well, it's a red star on the tail. Well, of the right. No, I get like it. That. But they're somewhere in over the Indian Ocean. Right. Right, like where? Where do you think they are? You're an international affairs expert. Where do you think they are? I mean, you know, it could be anything. Could be, you know, the Soviets had a okay aircraft carrier. Could be uh, Chinese, Iranian. Could be these days, do you know Iranian? the story that um, there's in the original movie on his bomber jacket? There's yeah. patches from both Japan and Taiwan, and they were scrubbed out. Why China? Oh. Because China's a huge market. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Right. Anyway, yeah, um, so that's just get, a little gonna, bit of frivolity in a yeah. really horrible week. Are you going to go see that in the theater? The Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, I, first of all, you can't stream it. Tom Cruise said they, they that was part well, of the look, deal. They, they want you to see this on the big screen, and I right, don't of course, them. I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Yeah. There's no Kelly McGillis in the in the sequel now. No. I heard that there is a character who's playing Goose's son. Oh, really? Yeah. I got to see the movie. Yeah. Don't tell me anymore. I don't know anymore. Well, I read the review in the Times. I'm not That's reading it. the review. That's the thing. I'm not reading yeah. the review. It was like, I went to the Spider-Man movie and I was like, this is going to suck. Like, how many Spider-Man movies are there? And was it good? It was great. I loved it. I mean, you went to the theater like yeah. recently? No, this was, you know, like over the winter. Oh, I see. Like around Christmas break when everybody had Omicron. And my kids had gotten over it, and they were and they were talking about like closing the schools again. And my kids were horrified and frightened that they were going to close the schools again. Yeah. And so we were like, "Let's do something fun!" And we went to see, uh, what's it called? But I, I, again, yeah, getting yeah. getting back to everything, like just think about the calamity on top of calamity. I mean, let's talk about Jordan, who just graduated. Yeah. yeah. Or my nephew, who's a little bit older, and he walked this this. Past yeah, weekend, Seth, right? Seth was finally able to walk two years after he graduated. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations, Seth. Congratulations. By the way, he called me. He called yeah. me after Uvalde. Like he was walking home, and he's like, "Okay, you and you, you and Brad are right." Yeah, thank you, Seth. Like my 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 sunny optimism is now gone. Yeah, well, we're a little bit jaded and cynical right. because we've seen more, right. unfortunately. But think about Seth's life. Think about Jordan's life. Seth's first day of I think it was kindergarten. Yeah, nine eleven. Yeah, crazy. 
And we went to war in Iraq. Which no, is, that's not that old. Yes. Wait, what year was he born? 1998. So he would have been three on 9-11. Oh, not kindergarten, I guess. Yeah, maybe nursery, nursery school. school, school. Yeah, preschool. I mean, there's yeah. a picture of him hugging a tree outside my sister's house on 9-11 and him right. getting on a bus and going somewhere. Um, so yeah. 9-11, yeah. then we went to war in Iraq, then the, then the Great Recession, then Trump's elected, then pandemic. Their lives have and sucked. Then, and, then, and then mass murder. Their lives have Domestic sucked. terrorism, the insurrection on January 6th. And, and, the, yeah. and, the, and, the, and this is – we've had – episodes of domestic terrorism before but nothing on this mask yeah. because well, I think first of all Seth- you have 400 million guns and then you've been and then you have this huge portion of the population that's been rad- radicalized yep and they're like oh only 30 you know, the 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 result of the georgia election just proves that only 32 percent of people are you know, big lie, dead enders. 32%. That's huge. Yeah, it's huge. It's a third of the country. Third of the country. Yeah. Don't forget Columbine happened not long after Seth was born. Right. Columbine. Yeah. Right. I mean, their lives have been shitty. Uh, the, the class of 2020 also walked at Jordan's graduation. Which oh, was did nice. It, it was yeah, nice. It was nice. I think half of them came back for it, which is really nice. My buddy, Luis, who I used to coach soccer with, who was yeah. Jordan's coach, his daughter graduated in 2020. So he was there. And it was nice, like right. Jordan's soccer coach from when he was a kid, was right. there watching, <laughs> watching cool. him graduate. And he actually texted me on Saturday because there was like they had some sort of uh, ceremony on Saturday that we weren't there for. Right. And Luis sends me a picture of him with Jordan. He's like, <laughs> he's like, you can't even show up to this thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, but and it was so hot. Uh, it was yeah. so it was, in the, hot it was like 95 96 yeah, degrees it was right? so hot and then of course the next day it was like 65 yeah right but while we're out there schwitzing oh, thankfully yeah. the graduation wasn't that long because there are not that many people i can only <laughs> right, imagine right, right. can only imagine, you imagine it was like, like pen right in franklin field oh my like God. there's no there's no shade no place yeah. to run no place to hide yeah they gave uh some honorary degrees and the people who received them spoke including documentary filmmaker marshall curry who is a swarthmore grad wow. he was there and jordan actually cited and quoted marshall curry in one of his papers this year because he wrote his paper on uh jewish the jewish response to american fascism in the 1930s <laughs> can we update it to yeah and Marshall Curry, if 2020s remember, and 2030s. Uh, uh, Marshall Curry had a short that was uh, nominated for an Academy Award where he uh, used footage from the rally in Madison Square Garden, the Bund, German yeah. Bund rally in the 30s. Uh, so Jordan cited that in his work and he went up to Marshall Curry after the graduation to tell him. I mean, it was pretty cool. That's cool. That's really yeah, cool. It was pretty cool. And we went to a ridiculous. Middle Eastern restaurant in Philadelphia. What's it called? It's called Suraya. 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 It was Suraya. It's a name. It's yeah, a female yeah. name. Yeah. My if first. You, my first. Not my first, but my second Arabic professor is named Suraya. If you're Ustaz in Suraya. If you're in Philadelphia mm-hmm. and you want to go to like a slightly nicer Middle Eastern place, like go there. Okay. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. People talk about Zahav. Yeah. 
You can't get a reservation there. You can't get a reservation. It's a hub. And from what I read, because I did my research, there are people who think this place is better than Zahav. Really? Did I tell you my Zahav story? Stephen Cook? You know, it got the Charles Beard, whatever. One of the guys' name is Stephen Cook. Exactly. And so (laughs) I get an email. Yes. From this woman in like the Philadelphia Jewish Federation. Uh Uh-huh. To me and to his partner. What's his partner's name? Solomonov. Solomonov. Dear Steve and Michael, congratulations. Uh Blah, 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 blah. She's clearly fishing for like, oh, come on in. We'll get you a table. Oh, I see. I see. And so I wrote back and I was like, hey, Michael, congratulations on the Charles Beard Award. But this is Stephen Cook from the Council on Foreign Relations. Not Did he reply? He he not, she replied, she's like, oh my God, you must have been in my address book. Yeah. I didn't remember ever dealing with her. Right. And But he never replied to me. Right. Maybe he replied to her. I don't know. Yeah, but you congratulate him. He's a douchebag. Yeah, it was a douchey move. He could have just he's said, dead. hey, thanks so much. Exactly. He's, he's, he's dead, dead to me, me now. He's yeah. dead to me. Yeah, he's done. All, All right. right. So this All is right. this is our season finale, not going out with uh, a lot of joy here. Unfortunately, we're going out with a bang. <laughs> Unfortunately, I was going to say that, yeah, but I didn't want to go there, and I you did. To, I'm sorry, um, but I, we, I as always, that. reserve the right to have special, special summer, episodes. special breaking summer episodes. Yeah. Anyway, let's hope there's All no right. real reason for it. Everybody, stay safe this Every, summer. Yeah, exactly. Um, try not to get shot by a maniac with a gun. <laughs> God, I mean, it's please. You know, it's not funny, but it's, it's not funny. It's but not it's funny. True. But what can you do? Stay safe on the roads. Yeah, don't flip anybody off. People have guns in their cars. Enjoy, That's mostly for me. Enjoy your time here because yeah. it's fleeting. <laughs> God. This is really dark, man. Stephen and I will be celebrating Stephen's daughter's bat mitzvah next Saturday. Woo-woo! At the uh, Bethesda Marriott. Anybody nice. who's listening who wants to come, feel free. Exactly. Come on just over. Don't, just don't bring a gun. Don't bring a gun, please. I'm, tell, I'm telling you, it's we're abolishing the Second Amendment. I wish we could. Or uh, at least like, go back to what its actual intent is. If, if these guys are constitutional originalists, yeah. well-regulated militia means something. I think the right to bear arms means... Guns. You know, you How about those bear, guns? You like yoga bear, guns. Bear baby. arms. Bear arms. Like, it's okay to walk around shirtless. That's your right to bear arms. I'm going to show my yoga guns. <laughs> All right. All right. We're out. Everybody be well. Bye.